Good morning, and welcome to Being the Change Now. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning, Ashwini. Our assignment for this week, notice life as change in you and around you. Notice transiency as an essential quality of existence. Notice the truth of the teacher's statement, it will pass. Notice life's ebbs and flows, its appearances and disappearances, its comings and goings. Notice your experience of being ever-changing. Notice what it feels like to be in the rhythm of Kia just arising. Also notice conditioned mind attempting to seize the moment, to capture it in memory, ossify it into sameness, wrestle it into the continuity of narrative. Notice how life rolls on, sublimely indifferent to ego's grasping. All right. Here's our first caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Oh, hi. This is Helga in Charleston. Hey, Helga. What are you seeing? Hi. You know, um, I had this um, interesting experience not too long ago. I got up from a meditation, and I suddenly saw, it was like, I saw this frozen column standing in a river that was just flowing by. And it was just this really powerful image of how I, you know, how I, how I experience myself now. It's like there is this part of me that is like frozen in time, you know, from a very long time ago. And it gets over and over recreated in the mind with the stories and it's, it's all these beliefs that, you know, that got assembled long, a long, long time ago. And it was just such a powerful image of, of, of what you're up against. And what I'm up against, you know, it's like this, uh-huh. yeah, this, this, this piece that, just, it's stuck, yeah, frozen in time. It was like this frozen column, you know. And then what dropped in for me, um, you know, I don't know if that makes any sense at all. But, um, you know, I remember the, the story of Lord and his wife, you know, who was told if she would look back, she would turn into a pillar mm-hmm. of salt. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I never thought of that story, but I suddenly thought maybe that's what that could mean. You know, somebody uh-huh. looking back into the past, um, which is like fixed and yeah you know and yeah so you know when you look back and you see the past and that's all you see then you are you have this pillar of salt or yeah you're stuck frozen. you know you're stuck. yes yes so. it, it, it it just exactly as your image showed you right there's uh life is flowing and ego is stuck it's mm-hmm. just a stuck column. And so, uh, Helga, what that, now what? <laughs> in, in other words, you know, now that you realize that, what, where are you going to put your attention when, when you realize you are indulging those thoughts or caught in those images? Well, you know, I mean, when when I'm when I'm aware of it, um, you know, I can bring myself back here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. taking a breath, 
um, coming yes. back here, you know. Yes, maybe maybe jump up and down a little to uh, uh, remind yourself that life is movement. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. And and to realize that 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 process that you're describing is created and maintained by thought in the form yeah, exactly. of memory. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. memory, and, and, right? And you know it's like the and, same yeah, it's it's always the same old same old stories, you know, yep. that get uh, recycled yep. over and over at <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. And so the the beauty of course of seeing that it so clearly is you you really get what's going on. And before we get it, it doesn't feel like we're indulging something. But as soon as we realize that is a process. That's not a random thing and it's not a requirement. It's not real. It's a process that ego uses to keep us stuck. Mm-hmm. And you know the way out of that, which is what awareness practice is all about, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. It was just such a, it. It was just, yeah, it was just such a clear picture suddenly. Yes. That yes. I, I mean, I could, I could see it right there. Well, and uh, that's that's how we have those, right? You are meditating. You you stand up. You're 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 right there. You're in that transition time, and the intelligence animating can slip in the information we need. Exactly. I mean, that, that was, information. Yeah. In. Yeah. yeah, that was yeah. the other thing. I mean, it was right. You know, after I sat down to meditate, you know, it's like and and you know, I I I. I I know that, you know, that it creates that space for those kind of insights. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. 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 Well, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Elga. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks, Helga. It is such a clear picture, Sherry. At least it is for me how the, how the karma is just memory. Right, it's an accumulation, yes. lifetime. Yes. Uh, this lifetime, and the reference to that is always fixed. However, yes. it's pre- I mean, in the, yes. There's no immediacy. There's no vibrancy. There's no reference to what's moving. That's right. That's right. And we believe it. We're, we're, mm-hmm. you know, the all of society uh, supports those ideas. Well, what's wrong with me? Well. You know, when I was three, my father, or when I was ten, my mother, or whatever it is, I've got, I've, I've got this whole list of reasons that I'm the way I am. No, <laughs> the reason I'm the way I am is that I keep referencing those, in quotes, mm-hmm. memories, which probably yeah. are not terribly accurate. Yeah. Well, yes, mm-hmm. exactly. All right. Here's our next caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hello. Hello, who is this? Hello, this is Patty. Hey, Patty. What are you? What are you saying? Um. Well, I when I um go out in the trees 
and look at them. And now I'm starting to see them change. And um, I was remembering when it was really hot and uh, I would go around and make meaning of how this is so terrible for the trees and watching them shrivel up or... And uh, since we've had some more rain, now I can go around and look at the trees and say, oh, they're happy. Oh, they have water. And so it's that sort of making meaning of um, just walking around and being with the trees. Mm-hmm. So, I, so you said a couple of things, Patty, so just clarify this for me, right? So when, okay. we're, when we're with the tree right in this moment and they look like they're changing and they've had water, there's an experience of what is so now. Are you saying that, the, that the, then there's a reference to memory and uh, in that memory there is a story of the, the heat and what it's, what it's, how it's affecting the trees? And so there's a certain comparison going? And then we're just brought to the fact that if I'm here, then we can see the, the changes happening in the tree as the rhythm of life rather than what I make of it. Is that what yes. you're pointing us to? Yes. And, and um, I guess I'm, what I'm catching on to is um, the ego meaning-making machine of my life, the life of the trees, um, this is bad, or, you know, just... Um, and to be able to uh, see them starting to change color or whatever and just be here and with them um, noticing such a different experience. Mm-hmm. Yes, just being absolutely. here. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it, to, put, to put a couple of things together, when you're here with the trees, completely here with the tree, however the tree is, it's one experience. And, and, and watching how the other experience, the ego experience, we could say, is being created in the story. And it's a very, very different experience. And, it, and the, the authentication, it's, it's what we were talking about, right? There's a narrative of continuity that comes from the meaning-making process of ego, right? This is what my life is. This is what's good. This is what's yes. wrong. And it takes us back to the previous conversation which is it's always comparison, something in the past being compared to something in, in the present and something being concluded as a result. And that process is not a very alive process because it's not about what's going on right now, right? Past essentially implies it's not happening in the moment. Yes. And um, yesterday I... Uh my son is visiting, and so the three of us went out and we did. We went to this little kitchen putt, and um, the sun is shining. I'm w- looking at the different trees, and just kind of communing with them and reminding myself, okay, just be here, just be here. Don't even worry about the golf and what you're doing or whatever. Just be here for well. Yeah, just be present to this. And um, I'm finding I'm doing that more and more and more. Yeah. Because that, I know that that's where the freedom is. That's not an illusion of life. That's real. 
Mm-hmm. And that's the only way there's any meaning at all if you can use the word. <laughs> right? The, the juice that yeah. you experience, the wonder, the, the sense of being alive is the only point of, is within quotes, the only point of life. And so if we can be here and enjoy it, then that, then that is the only thing that we ever have to remember, right? Train yeah. ourselves yeah. To, to do. Yeah. Well, yeah, like the training of um, there's no story to hang on to. There's just, there's just here and being here and, in, and enjoying what this moment's bringing. Mm, yeah, mm-hmm. just be here and enjoy what this moment is bringing. Perfect recipe for, uh, for, yeah. for living. Yeah, so I'm so appreciative of being able to hear this in the radio shows and all of the um, email class and just that constant reminder and reminding myself to to be here. Mm-hmm. And, and then life is, and life is here. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah. When we're here, life yeah. is here. In, in yeah. so many ways, yeah. Yeah. So much, much gratitude. Thanks, Patty. Thanks. All right, here's our next caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Oh, well, our cue's jumping around a bit. Here we go. Next caller, you're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Vanessa. Hey, Vanessa. In North Carolina. Hey. Oh, okay. Hey. I was going to say, I just talked to Vanessa yesterday, and I couldn't recognize your voice that quickly. So, in North Carolina. Hi, Vanessa. I, yes, I'm, I'm the Vanessa in North Carolina. Um, let's see. What am I seeing? Um... Lots of stuff, and one one thing that I really loved was um, the um, the peace quote. I think it was a couple of days ago. The Nietzsche quote about how the end of the song—I can't actually remember it—but the end of the song is not the point of the song. But if you didn't get to the end of the song, there wouldn't be um, a song, mm-hmm. or there you wouldn't like, be any point to the song. Some, right, it was like one of that. those. Yeah, it was one of those. Uh, I know what he means. I'm. I. I don't want to explain it to anybody, though. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 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 And so when I read that, it was just like, oh yes, you know, it just. Um, it. It. Uh, how does it? And I was just looking at this with something else, like a situation with um, my sister. Somehow there's like a. Um, oh, like looking at my relationship with her and I was talking with a reflective listening buddy yesterday and really getting like oh this is a practice opportunity and how what that realizing that or seeing it that way or whatever it sort of like makes the curiosity around it like it makes it an exploration and so mm-hmm. realizing that mm-hmm. everything is transforming or in transit and there isn't nothing is stayed there's nothing to understand there's just kind of like huh 
wow, this, yes, yes. <laughs> you know, yeah. what's going on? Oh, but there isn't any, there's no need to figure it out or understand or go from A to B and pull it all together. Like it's going to do it kind of, uh, I don't know, there's just a witnessing. Right, right. So uh, there's a, a quote in, um, I think it's in Transform Your Life, some uh, famous pianist, and I can't remember now who it was, but um, he played this whole thing. And afterwards, somebody said, uh, ask him, what does, it, what does it mean? And he mm-hmm. played it again. Right. <laughs> right. That, that, that's, that, that, that's what it means. It is. Yeah. And, which I think yeah. is what you're, what you're pointing to. There, there isn't anything to understand about it. Life is life. It, 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 the only way we can, in quotes, understand something about it is if we're not in it. It's, it, you know, it's uh, all the images of you're going to, um, you can either be in the river or you can be on the bank looking at the river. Those mm-hmm. are very, very different experiences. And standing on the bank mm-hmm. is a really tricky way to try to understand the river. Right, right. In yeah. fact, it's impossible. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Vanessa, the other thing that I think you're pointing at is it's, it's a waste. I mean, you, you have a mm-hmm. sister, you have a relationship with your sister. There. <laughs> That's what is so. Thinking about it, worrying about it, noodling about it, reflecting on it, it it's not helpful. It's back to Helga and the... You know, uh, yeah. the, the insight. You, you're either in the relationship and the insights occur to you that inform your relationship through intuition or you're not in the relationship. Exactly, yeah. Or you're, exactly, you're not in the relationship. You're in relationship with memory or ego and that's the stasis. You know, that's the being that's stuck. It. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And I just keep seeing over and over again how ego just gets everything sort of exactly wrong. You know, whenever I look at something, it just it just is always pointing in the wrong direction at the wrong thing. It's like the negative image of... That's it. You got it. Of, of you everything. You got it. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> That when when we say life is yes, ego is no. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. you're seeing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. it really yeah. can uh, inspire and encourage us to stop paying attention to it. Mm-hmm. To lose mm-hmm. interest in what it says. It's wrong. <laughs> exactly. There. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think that goes along with, like, for me, that losing interest in that, whatever it's saying, and then that, then there's the curiosity for, okay, well, what's, what's happening right now? You know, what's uh-huh. now? And yes. that, that opening and that space, whereas ego mm-hmm. is always this closed-in, stoppedness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's very exciting, isn't it? It is. It is. And mm-hmm. it's much more relaxing and enjoyable and oh. full of possibility and and movement, you know, instead of this, right. like, oh, I'm going to be here forever with this. That's right. So, There's nothing to do. Yeah. 
Yeah. We just can be. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Go <laughs> show. Go happy. Thanks, Vanessa. So, Sherry, the thing that dropped in for me around that conversation is how oftentimes when you, when you are trying to figure it out, the equation never works out. And we never right. get that it's because it can't be worked out. Yeah. <laughs> it's that joke, you know, uh, why can't I solve this problem? Well, because yes. there isn't one. But that's right. If there were one, you that's could solve right. it, but there isn't one. That's yes, why. Yes, and so that, that notion of just being in it is that being in it is, is the point. There's no, yes. there's no way in which you can, whatever the mind is making up about it and attempting to address because there's something wrong with it, it's just, it's just not. I mean, I, to me, those kinds of insights are so profound, like the one that Helga had, yeah. because it points directly to what hasn't been seen yet. Yes. That would resolve it, actually, right? Because when you look yes. at it and go, there isn't an equation here to solve, then you stop solving the equation. But if you're in the process of solving an equation and getting frustrated that you can't get the answer because it seems to be unsolvable, it never occurs to you that there isn't a problem to solve. That's right. That's yeah. right. And again, what people are pointing at so clearly is that life is a matter of seeing. It's yes. not seeing something. Yes. Yeah. It's a process. It has nothing to do with content. Yes. Yeah. All right. All right. Here's our next caller. You're now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Oh, hey, Sherry. Hey, Ashwini. It's Elizabeth. Can you hear me okay? Yes. Hi, Elizabeth. What are you seeing? Hey, thanks for taking my call. I had a constant that did a 180 in a shocking moment, and I'm kind of uh, working my way through it. And I would just if there's any insight, because it was a bit disturbing of a of a constant doing a 180. And um, super briefly. Um, the pony I've had for five years has always been a super gentleman, super kind saint. And um, he inexplicably just bucked, bucked me off, threw me under the bus and bucked me off the other day. And, uh-huh. and so my, my constant was a whole kind of worldview cosmology of how special he is and now there's fear and mistrust on my radar, which was never there before. So it doesn't feel like a good um, con- changing constant. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So, so so many things around the process of that, right, Elizabeth? I mean, there's a part of the shock I project is because we we so believe in constancy, right? If I've decided that this is this, then I expect it to be that. And if it has been that for a particular amount of time that my expectation and my assumption was never challenged, then uh, it's a real shock when it is. And what it requires me to do is really to acknowledge that I had my perspective was limited because there is an experience that requires me now to expand that perspective. But he led me to that perspective. 
<laughs> well, there was something certainly led you to that perspective. Yeah. Yeah. But, but there's an acknowledgement that the, it was a perspective that was limited until you had more information. It was a perspective into, that was limited until I had information. It just took five years to get the information, by which time my perspective had been solidified. Exactly, exactly. And, and, and so we're always going on what was or how we think it is or our belief system. I mean, you just defined ego in some way, right? Here I am thinking this is what life is, this is who I am, until life shows me differently. And those are opportunities to say thank you because we can see a process by which we are bamboozled. Because where did it go from there, right, Elizabeth? It didn't go from, oh, wait a second, uh, this is a form of life with a multitude of expressions and my relationship with this form of life is to learn all about it. That there are different ways in which this life can, I mean, if you talk metaphorically, life can be and I encounter an aspect of life that didn't fit, my, did fit, didn't fit my image of it, but then here it is. I get to see it and uh, explore it and be fascinated by it and embrace it and embrace life in a much larger way of knowing it. What conditioning wants us to do is, oh, this is the perspective I had. This was my preferred perspective. If it doesn't fit my preferred perspective, then I have to be afraid of what an enlarged perspective might look like. So just to, so I can learn um, what I need to see in myself, that was an aspect of ego in me that always said, this little pony is my steady Eddie, he's my pony sattva, he's my saintly little guy. That was an ego, that was ego? Well, one, one dif- let's ask the question in a different way, right, Elizabeth? Is it possible to love this pony for however the pony is? Is your love conditional on the fact that this pony is a certain, you have an expectancy that the pony would be a particular way? I still have love, but now there's a lot of pain with that love. Which is a place to explore, because it's probably a dissolving of something that you want to let, you you are letting go of. It has nothing to do with the pony. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. I guess I got tricked into a projection by constant behavior for five years right exactly yeah and so i mean we we have uh, when we hold on to something and that uh dissolves conditioning kicks up a fight and we have to go through the process of letting it go in order for something different to be there instead sometimes painful yeah okay well thank you i really appreciate your help with this i'm working my way through this thing thank you very much Thank you. That was really powerful. That that reframing that you just did was the whole the whole thing. I hope everybody really heard it. I know I did. So to be asked, was that ego? Well, that's a <laughs> you know uh, okay. I I don't know how how are we ever really going to answer that question, but. Can I see how my relationship was conditional? Mm. That it was based on beliefs and assumptions. This is pointing me in a direction of, yeah, (laughs) yeah, 
yeah, it was ego. And, uh, but, you know, the, the uh, um, application for the rest of us who don't have a pony, okay, is every other relationship that we have in our lives, including mm-hmm. for many, many people with their own body. Right? The yeah. body goes along and it's just, it's just the perfect little bodhisattva just doing everything right, sometimes for decades. And then all of a sudden, it throws us. Mm-hmm. Now, was that, was that ever not going to be the case? Was it just going to always go the way I believed it would go forever? Where does that kind of perspective get us? Mm-hmm. To suffering. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And tra- uh, yeah. And, and isn't that the whole uh, sort of, that's what we're training ourselves to see in a practice of awareness. Where are, where are the limitations? Where are we ignorant? That's right. Where are we yes. Uh, yes. refusing to see how life really is? I mean, all of the assignments yes. that we've been doing uh, in the last, with these end stories, is really to put us in touch with how we don't see life as life. Yes. How the pillar of salt is what we see, right? And yeah. mixed it yeah. completely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and with uh, Elizabeth's story is so is really so helpful because we were conditioned to want those places where we don't have to pay attention. You know, if yeah. if I if I get it that anything can happen in any second, then I want to be here, not tense, not nervous, not anxious, not worried completely fully present for every single second of life because anything could happen. But if there are these places where I don't have to pay attention because I know what's going to happen, that's where ego is going to do it to us. Which is also why we train the way we do, right, Terry, which is that uh, I train to be to be all right with discomfort. I mean, all of the structures yes. and commitments in our practice are attempting to put us in touch with resistance to those places where I don't want to pay attention in order for yes. me to become comfortable with discomfort. Then I yes. can look. Otherwise, yes. I won't look. That's right. And, and what we're moving to is... I don't know is relaxing and exciting, not yes. terrifying. It's terrifying to yes. ego, right, yes. because uh, making us believe that we know something is a big part of its currency. But realizing, I, I don't know. I have to be here a thousand percent in every moment. How exciting. I'm not going to miss yes. a single second of life. There's no room for right. ego in that. Yeah, which takes us back to what Vanessa was talking about, that every moment is a, is a workshop. And if I see it yes. as that, then the only, my only requirement is to see. My, there's nothing to figure out, nothing to understand, nothing to learn, nothing That's to right. do, nothing to change. And only in that way am I completely involved in existence because I'm existing, yes. not yeah. standing on Fully the alive. bank attempting to understand what's going on. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And All those old Zen stories, huh? Yes, those old Zen stories. <laughs> um, well, that brings us to the end of the show in another week. Sherry, we get a new assignment at noon today, Pacific. Can't wait. And we'll so talk exciting. To everybody next week. Well, thank you, Ashwini, and thank you, everybody. Go happy. Go happy. <laughs> <laughs>